Hello Coven, I'm your host Rachel Pond, and in this week's episode, I will be discussing blood magic, particularly period blood magic. Um, Sometime down the road, I will be discussing blood magic in general, but today I will just be discussing period magic. Um, What got me interested in this topic uh, was kind of personal. for one reason or another. I have been missing my period for the last four months. My doctor said it could be possibly due to getting um, the COVID shot. Uh, But she said that, you know, no one really knows. Um, So I kind of went on a a dive, if you will, uh, ways to help my body. And those are things I'm going to be discussing today, along with um, how the period was seen as a very spiritual thing. Women used to be respected and um, honored because of their periods. Um, But before I start this week's episode, I want to thank everybody for being so patient and understanding that understood um last week I took a week off um I just needed I just needed a week to myself so that's why I didn't post on the 14th and I know this episode was supposed to go out yesterday um but uh yeah on the 21st but uh we're supposed to be getting um uh the effects the aftermath from Hurricane, what is it, uh, Harry, uh, so yesterday, I went out, and I got myself, you know, stocked up on water, and non-perishable foods, so if I lose my power, I'll be good to go, so I spent the day yesterday doing that, and, uh, so I figured, before the storm hits at all, it's raining a little bit as I'm recording right now, Um, so I figured before it really takes effect, and if I'm to lose my power, at least I will have recorded this episode, and if I do end up losing my power, and I'm not able to get next week's episode out to you all, I will get it out as soon as I get my power back, but fingers crossed, knock on wood, all that witchy stuff that I don't lose my power because that is not fun especially in this heat that we've been getting here in Connecticut lately um it's been horrendous um and I know Connecticut's not the only place that's been having a torturously hot summer but um yeah not having any power or any way to cool down I don't think um that would go over well Um, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. It's not that I'm changing the pattern of when episodes are being released. It's just the four on the 14th. I just needed a week to myself. And then yesterday I just wanted to make sure I was prepared if anything did happen with the storm. So, um, next week things will go back as, uh, usually scheduled on Saturday. Um, so just want to let you all know and thank you at all all for being so patient uh but with all that being said let's jump into this week's episode so what is the point of 
working with your period. Um, <clears throat> so back, back, you know, our ancestors and before um, the patriarchy took over, um, women were revered pretty much. They were respected. They were seen as, um, you know, a, a wise uh, person, um, especially during the time of their cycle. And so women would either sit or stand over the seeds that the community was going to plant to provide food for their town or village and um, their blood would um, you know add nutrition add vital nutrition to the seeds as we know now um, you know blood is very powerful people witches especially I, I I follow a couple on TikTok and they recommend using your period blood um, when watering your plants um, so um, you know because it it's not only binding the two of you together but your blood is filled with iron that is very important uh, for the plants and um, of course, there are many other things that you can... <clears throat> I remember growing up, my mother had a small compost pile. And once it all broke down, she would mix it. She would sometimes just put the compost in the garden. But other times, she would break it down and mix it with water. And she would uh, pour it on her garden, like her waterbed or... Um, she had this huge vegetable garden, um, and, um, I remember there were times that my mom would really embarrass me. She would be outside in our yard. Of course, no one would see her. Our yard was huge. This is the time when my family lived in Mississippi, and we lived on this huge piece of land, like no man's land, and, uh, she would be outside in her garden, butt naked, just laying on the ground around her plants she'd be walking around and um you know you know as a kid you're like you don't want to see your mom naked that's gross but now I'm looking back on that and I'm like that is such a beautiful magical thing um I don't know she did it so often that I don't think she just did it when she was on her period but she might not have at all done it when she was on her period but I do remember her quite frequently, more often than not, being outside in her garden when we lived in Mississippi, naked. And when we moved from Mississippi, and she was still able to have a garden, but it wasn't so secluded, um, she would she wouldn't go out like naked. The most she would have done was like wear one of my dad's like super oversized T-shirts, and she probably would have gone like commando, bottomless. But, of course, you know, being around people, being modest. Um, but I, I remember I remember even that embarrassing me. Because I'm like, come on, Mom. You know, if you're going to be outside, wear all your clothes. But she was connecting with nature. And she was, you know, um, rejuvenating the plants with, with 
with her body, you know, with the naturalness. Now, um, your period is a great way to keep you, um, your period blood, I should say, is a great way for bonding. Um, and, uh, and yes, it could be like bonding, binding somebody against their will, which I don't recommend. But when I think bonding or something, I think like bonding two people closer together. I think I used this uh, example in one of my more recent episodes. Like if there's a couple and they've gone through an extremely rough patch, uh, but they both truly want to work on the relationship and make it stronger, this kind of spell... Um, you know, as long as it has the consent, like I said, of the, both parties can help you to bind yourselves together and strengthen the relationship that you already have. Now, and I don't think I have to say this, but just to be on the safe side, I just want to put it out there. Don't you don't ever, 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 ever make somebody without without their consent, have them drink eat, um, touch, consume in any way your blood without their consent. Even if you're like, oh, I've been tested and I'm clean and there's nothing wrong with my blood. I donate blood all the time. It it doesn't matter. If the other person does not consent 150%, it's a no-go. You're binding somebody against their will and think about it how you would like it if somebody did that to you um you know um your period blood is great like I said for binding for protection uh love spells um I I want to do more research on love spells um Right now, where I stand on love spells is um, they're good if you're using them for, like, self-love spells or to enhance an already existing relationship. Again, if you're doing it for an already existing relationship, the other person's consent is very important because... More likely than not, you're going to need a part of you and a part of them. Therefore, you guys can be binding yourselves. And if you go in the bathroom and take a a scrap of your boyfriend's hair after he's done trimming his hair, and he's got no idea that you're going to do a binding spell because you're terrified that he's going to go run off with his co-worker, and you're trying to make him stay, that's... That's so wrong. So, so wrong. First of all, if he's going to leave you or they are going to leave you, it doesn't have to be a man. If, if the person you're with, you're terrified that they're going to leave you so you feel like you need to do a binding spell against them, your intuition is already telling you it's not the right fit or it just might not be the right time for you guys to be together. And this is something that you two need to work out together. Talk out your fears and your concerns so many times I've been in situations in friendships, relationships and I've had a fear that they were going to leave and I never hear from them again and I talked out my fears 
and they're like, I had no idea you felt that way. And the conversation that we had brought us closer together. So before you jump to that rash decision of doing a spell without anyone's consent, talk to them, express your feelings. That's why we have vocabulary. That's why we have a voice to say what's on our mind. Um, so, um, let's see here. All right. So, um, some, I'm kind of jumping around here, but I came across some, um, herbs and plants, some plants that, um, are good for your period, um, to use to help you with your period if you've got a very heavy period. Uh, personally, I have never experienced a super heavy, you know, period. Um, mine have always been on the mild side, especially when it comes to cramps. Like the first day, I'm like, you know, a little bit of discomfort, some lower abdominal cramps, and I feel tired. Um, but I know not every everybody who has a period goes through that. So I thought these would be beneficial for those that might need it and don't want to just always take Midol and all of that. So let's jump right into it. Uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon is good for everything. Pretty much every time I'm looking up for something, either a, a natural way to deal with uh, my body, cinnamon comes up. Or um, cinnamon is like a, a catch-all when it comes also to, to, to spells. Money, health, wealth. It's just, cinnamon is amazing. So always make sure you have some cinnamon. It doesn't always have to be fresh. Just, you know, you can go to your local grocery store and if all you can find is, you know, ground cinnamon. Cinnamon is cinnamon. Use what you got. Um, the next one is... Vix or Vikes, V-I-T-E-X, um, then ginger, uh, shepherds, pures, pers, uh, shepherds, and then P-U-R-S-E, um, and then the next one is, um, I'm not gonna even bother trying to pronounce that, just woke up and I'm just kind of groggy. <laughs> uh, P-O-M-E-G-R-A-N-A-T-E flowers. Flower. Um, and then um, I know at the top of this episode, right at the beginning, I had mentioned to you all that I haven't had my period in four months. So I went um, and, and did some research. I found two episodes um uh, podcast episodes that just had to be talking about periods and one of them gave out a bunch of suggestions to, uh, for people that um, have a menstrual cycle and that um, want to help regulate their their periods um, and just to help along with their cycles in general so I have them here beside me and I'll give you all the names and so you can do your own further research and see if it's a good fit for you and if uh, it may have any beneficial 
help for you, whether to help maintain your cycle, uh, you know, a healthy way, or if you're like how I was uh, struggling having a, a, a period. Uh, yesterday, I had my first my first period started, and so I am just reveling in it. Uh, every feeling, every emotion, every cramp my body has, I am I'm enjoying it and thanking my body for feeling safe and trusting me enough to have this cycle this month. And I do have it planned to put some of my blood aside and to use it to water my plants. Um, You know, uh, eventually I would like to get to the point where I feel comfortable enough with my uh, period blood where I can use it to paint pictures and just really be one with my period blood. I don't think, I'm not going to say never, because uh, never say never, but at this point in time, I don't think I would ever drink it, um, but who knows, maybe one day, I'll definitely keep you all <laughs> updated, um, but I definitely would like to do uh, some some artwork with it, um, I think that would be fun to like go to Michael's, get a plain canvas, and get some brushes and and just you know work with my blood like that. I think that'd be so much fun. But back to the um, to the suggestions. So uh, the first one I have here is Roliola, and these all will be listed down in the description as well as I will um, take pictures of them and post them to my Instagram and TikTok, which both are Practical Magic Pod. So, uh, look forward to, look out for that. If that's something that you're interested, whether it's for you or if you know somebody that might, uh, find these beneficial, you can, you can find these. Uh, let's see here. So the first one is Roli Ola, R-A-O-D-I-O-L-A. Um, so, um, I've been taking them on and off, uh, for about a week. And when I say them, I mean all of these that I'm about to mention. Um, and I also, I'm not sure if my period happening this month is, are due to these. I think that these all definitely helped, but I also was starting to get, like I said, extremely concerned because I have been without a period for several months. So, um, I was thinking back to before I went vegan, I used to eat mainly salmon, salmon, shrimp. Those were like my main things. I didn't really eat a lot of red meat. It was a very rare occasion where I did. And I remember I had practically no cramps whatsoever, very light periods. Um, I mean, it was, it was a healthy period, but it lasted like three to four days and nothing super heavy at all during the whole period. Um, so, uh, for the past week I've been eating salmon like three days a week. And then, like I said yesterday, I got my period. 
Um, and I think I'm going to stay that way for right now. I think that's uh, pescatarian. Is that what they call it? Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with my way I was eating, why I wasn't having my period. I've been vegan for seven years and not having any issues with my period, really. So I don't know. But I'm just happy that my body is going back to the way it supposed to be, you know, because your period lets you know if you're healthy or if there's something going on due to the way that your period looks. Every Everybody with a period knows what's normal for their cycle. And so I'm glad that I can look at it and be like, okay, this is a normal color for me, a normal flow. Um, so anyways, that's the first one, Roliola. The next one is Mother's Wart. Um, Now, if I remember correctly, Mother's Wart uh, is supposed to be taken. Of course, talk to your doctor, do your own research before you, you know, take any of this stuff. But, um, and I will mention in just one second, the two podcast episodes where I... Uh, where they discussed uh, your period and the importance of it, and especially the one where I got uh, these um, um, suggested. Um, so, uh, mother's wart um, isn't all these herbs. Yeah, so mother's wart is an herb ab- extract, and um, this one you should take right up until your period. And then stop for the time of your period and then start back up. Um, so, um, the, another, the next one is milk thistle. Um, magnesium, everyone knows magnesium is extremely important for their diet. Um, I just bought that one because I wasn't sure if I was getting enough magnesium. Um, dandelion root. Um, I'm sure if you've been on TikTok at any time in the short last short time, uh, tic- uh, dandelion has been a really big thing on TikTok. Um, I'm not saying believe everything you hear on TikTok. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that that when she, when the woman suggested dandelion root, I was like, oh, I know what dandelion. You know, like I've heard of the beneficial effects of dandelion because of TikTok. So, um, and then the last one is burdock root. Um, and before I forget, um, let's see here. I want to get you all the, uh, saved. Um, I want to get you the episodes. So the one where I got the name of all these herbs that I just listed off to you all uh, was from a podcast called Horror Pod and that is H-O-A-R Pod. It was episode 17 and it's titled Period. Um, Then the second one I believe I saved it. Um, So the next one was from podcasts that I have mentioned before. Invoking witchcraft. Um, I'm just 
protection. I know I saved it. I've just got to... Um, so, okay. Um... I don't think I saved it, but it was invoking witchcraft. And if you just, you know, check out their their episodes, I'm sure you'd be able to to find it. Um, they had a guest on who had written a book. She talked about how she works with and um, with her cycle and what she does. Uh, she even recommended, she has a book that she wrote about how to connect with your cycle, um, and how to connect with the feminine, um, if you would like to connect with that energy, but are not a person who has a cycle, um, so I'm sorry, I can't pull up the, the number and title of that episode, I, I swore I saved it. But I guess I didn't. I'm going through all my my list of episodes that I have saved, and uh, I, I can't find it. So I'm sorry about that. But like I said, it is the second one. The second podcast is invoking uh, witchcraft. Um. So if that is something that interests you to look into, I encourage you to do that. Um. Um, so, um, so preparing for your, um, your period for the, or as they call it, some people call it the moon flow, um, it's equally as important to prepare for it as it is to have your, your cycle. So like the first two, three days prior to having your cycle, um, you know, take things easy, you know, don't overstress yourself with work or stressful things that are going on in your life. If, if there's an issue that is like, you know, stressing you out, but you know, it can wait until your, um, your cycle is over with. Put it on the back burner. Let yourself relax. Feel and get in tune with your emotions. What is your body telling you? How are you feeling in the moment? Honor your body. Uh, whatever that may be for you. That could be a day of like pampering yourself with, you know, um, going for a massage, having your significant other give you a massage, doing homemade, uh, facials, um, you know, uh, uh, like doing a mini little spa day at home, whatever that may be for you. That could just also be curled up in a nice cozy blanket, um, reading a good book, whatever that is for you that you find the most relaxing, do that and just when your emotions and your feelings because we all have extra emotions and feel things differently. Um, you know, when our cycles are about to start, personally for me, 
Um, and I, I'll be talking more about this topic in the upcoming future. I like to masturbate right before my period. To me, uh, it gets me in a very relaxing mood. Uh, obviously, everyone gets super relaxed, especially when you achieve that big O. Um, but for me, it's also a good time for manifesting because I am relaxed and (laughs) when I masturbate, it's like the only time that my brain just shuts off. Like during the day, my brain is going a hundred different miles an hour, going in different directions, thinking a bunch of different things. But when I am doing this action, when I am, you know, pretty much just worshiping myself by myself, it, my brain is like, this is what we need to focus on. This is, this is important. Everything else can wait. And so for me, that's my way of, uh, taking care of myself the few days prior to my cycle. And then when my cycle actually does start, you know, I make sure I'll let it in the past. I've taken it for granted. I'm like, oh, this just happens every month. But especially this month, everything I'm feeling, every twinge, cramp, a bit of discomfort, uh, feeling exhausted, I am stopping and saying thank you. I am thanking my body for allowing this. Um, and I'm really taking in how I feel and, um, um, just paying attention and respecting and honoring my body as we all should do, whether or not we are somebody who naturally has a cycle. Um, our bodies are amazing. I mean, think about it. And with everything that has happened in each and every one of our lives, our bodies have been there from day one. Your body is the number one thing you can depend on. Um, so it is important, you know, no matter who you are and what your body does, it is important to give gratitude to your body. Um, because without it, you wouldn't be here. Um, so, um, so, um, some things that you can do, uh, for preparing for your cycle and while your cycle is happening, you can write down a, a journal, you know, whether you want to call that your period journal, your moon flow journal, what have you, you can title it whatever you want. Um, I was watching Netflix a couple days ago and I forget the comedian's name, but he was telling the story of how his younger daughter called him from school and she was like, you know, of course he's probably like over-exaggerated because he, you know, he's doing a comedy special, but he's like, in a nutshell, his daughter calls him and tells him she started her first period. And she's like, I tried, dad, I tried to stop it. <laughs> and he starts freaking out. He's like, oh my God, what do you need from me? Um, and they did, and she named it her period Jason because it came out Friday the 13th and, um, 
she had this huge period party and she invited three boys from school. They, um, and he's like, why would you do that? Why would you invite little boys? And she's like, that's the fun, Dad. They won't know why they're there. They'll just think it's just a normal party. And she orders like a red velvet cake. And <laughs> he said he made like pasta with chunky marinara sauce. <laughs> so like doing fun things like that, you know, you probably won't be able to go to that extent every month doing you know, fun things, but find things that you can do to uh, celebrate having your cycle. Because it is a a beautiful, uh, magical thing, definitely. Um, And going back uh, to the moon journaling, um, you know, keep track of like dreams or visions or um, um, like if you do divination during your um, during that time, keep track of everything that you do because um, you know your your cycle is a time when um, oh, I've lost my, my my train of thought. Sorry. But yeah, so your cycle is a great time uh, to, I mean, obviously at any time you can have visions in your dreams, you can have visions in general, but there's something about the cycle that heightens all of that. So your your visions and your intuition and all of that are just heightened. So it's a perfect time to keep track of all those things. Um Um, um, so, um, I know I mentioned like using your menstrual blood, uh, for like gardening, you know, doing artwork. If you feel comfortable consuming your blood, you can do so. Uh, but you don't need a lot, like one little drop. Like think about, you ever seen somebody test their sugar levels I think that's what it is when they have diabetes and they literally an itty bitty dot of blood on the piece of paper to test the blood that's what that's all you need you don't need tons um and again if you were going to share your blood with somebody personally I don't recommend it but if you are get their consent um make them aware of what is in the, the drink. Um, you know, um, you can also use your, um, menstrual blood to help empower your magical tools and objects. So if you're somebody that has tons of crystals and a wand and knives and whatever you may have um you can uh use obviously i know some crystals are kind of fickle you know like don't leave them out in the sun too long and all of that so do if you're gonna use it for crystals i just want to put it out there before i say that and then somebody goes and ruins their crystals do your research on your crystals know what you can and cannot do with them um but uh yes you can use your menstrual blood um, to help uh, cleanse your tools. Um, 
if you if you're somebody like me that really doesn't depend that much on tools I do have a um, port uh, what is it called you know the 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 bowl and it's got the stick and you ground the word escapes me right now I think it's port in, port in something pestle pestle there's the word anyways if you're somebody like that like me that's pretty much the only tool I have you know you can you can clean it with a little bit of your blood um, to kind of um, empower it give it more juice uh, perform um, rituals with your menstrual blood this could be whatever that means for you that could be walking through a field and just letting yourself free bleed that could be putting a drop of your blood in your favorite drink um you know what that ritual would be for you um use your div- uh your blood for divination so if you're going to do divination with coffee grinds or um, uh, tea leaves. Put a drop of your blood in for that. Uh, Your blood really can be used for any spell work you you can think of. It's just another way of connecting you to your work. Um, uh, Let's see here. You can also use it to help you read uh, sigils. Um, So, uh, like I said, what I just listed off are just examples of things you can use your menstrual blood for. I'm sure there are many, many more different ways to use it. And feel free to do your own research to find other ways. Um, with all that being said, I did want to touch on the phases of the menstrual cycle and the, um, the moon cycles as well, uh, especially for those out there that would like to connect with the feminine energy of the cycle, but for one reason or another, do not actually have a cycle themselves. So the, the, what I'm about to mention are ways, if you follow these are ways that you can feel connected to that feminine energy. So, um, we all know the menstrual phase. That's, you know, when a woman bleeds for uh, three up to three to seven days. Um, and then um, eating, I suggest eating the way you know, for each phase. For each phase, it's different. You know, you want to, uh, when you're going through the the menstrual phase, you want to eat a lot of warm, comforting foods. So like soups, uh, stews. Um, I know in the summertime, that sounds extremely uncomfortable. I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking I would not want to eat. Maybe like in the winter time like if i have my period like in um like october just like the colder months yeah sure i'm all about that but eating foods that are very comforting and warm um they suggest beef so like anything that is cooked pretty much 
um, um, you want to do like low impact exercising, so like yoga, Pilates, even some very gentle stretching, meditation. It's all about being gentle with your body and just being in tune with how you're feeling and thinking and what your body is telling you, is sharing with you. Um, then the follicular phase. Um, in this phase, you want to eat foods that are high in protein, uh, leafy greens and avocados. Um, so, um, ovulation phase, uh, you want to eat a lot of eggs, spinach, broccoli, um, foods that support the liver, um, and the luter, luter, oh my gosh, I can't read today, luter, luter, L-U-T-E-A-L, I don't know why that word was so hard for me to say, phase, you want to eat a lot of foods rich in vitamin C, like sweet potatoes, strawberries, etc. Um, and then the phasing of the moon so a lot of women have their cycle start around the new moon um personally and don't feel bad if you're the same way as as me i've never truly noticed um what phase of the moon my period start actually let's just look that up real quick what's the phase of the moon today Um, so it is, it's a full moon and, um, they're saying a lot of women, um, start their, I mean, not every woman on this earth, but a lot of them start their cycle with the new moon. Um, so, um, I'm living proof that some women don't, um, so, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just saying don't don't judge yourself. Don't be like, oh, I'm not like all the other witches or women out there. Everybody's body is different. Um, and I'm sure there's a meaning behind having your period on the uh, full moon instead of your, the new moon. I just uh, didn't think of that, looking into that when doing research. Um, and... Um, so one way that you can learn your cycle is by noticing the phase that the moon is in when it starts and journal along. When does your period start? When does your period end? And so when that phase starts up again, when that, so let's say it starts, you know, on the full moon and you just track the phase of the moon while you're menstruating and so when that phase comes back around you'll be like okay I'm due for my cycle you just literally go by the moon I I love the moon I think the moon is amazing I just don't personally feel as drawn to it as I do the sun um I don't know many witches that feel that kind of connection to the sun obviously the sun's phases are much shorter than the moons that's why you know back in um back in the old days um they realized the connection of the moon and the menstrual cycle because 
uh, the menstrual cycle, give or take, is around 28 days, maybe a day or two, but generally, and that's generally how long the phases of it takes for the moon to complete an entire phase, from a new moon to a full moon. So, um, that's where that correlation came in. Um... So I mentioned previously um, different types of spells that you can do. Of course, you can also do uh, self spells, spells on yourself with your blood. Um, I just want to quickly, oh, jar spells, any form of a jar spell. Really, you can use your blood in any spell work that you can possibly think of. And I just wanted to mention those two because I forgot to mention them when I was talking about other ways to incorporate your blood to your spell work. But um, here's the book I was telling you about that was mentioned on the um, Invoking Witchcraft episode. It's called Please Bleed, and it's from Samantha um, Zorhe. Z-I-P-P-O-R-A-H. Um, so, uh, if you go and you just look up Invoking Witchcraft with Samantha Zipporahe, um, the episode should come right up. And as usual, these book recommendations that I'm going to mention will be, um, down in the description, and I also will post them to my Instagram and TikTok, which is both um, Practical Magic Pod. So, look out for that. My b- next book recommendation is Blood Magic by Seth. Um, and, let's see here. And I think that will be, uh, that's it for book recommendations. Um, so I will be back next week discussing Divination. Um, I am going to try to record that episode today once I hit publish on this episode. So if I do lose my power, um, I am go I am able to make sure that that is at least out there for you all on Saturday. Um, but if I am not able to get the divination episode out by Saturday for one reason or another, um... I will get it out as soon as I get my power back. Um, I want to thank you all again for taking this time and spending with me. And um, I I hope you all have a magical week. And I hope that if you are in an area where this uh, storm is affecting, I hope you all are safe and that um, you don't get affected too bad. Like, you know... Um, just all stay safe and I will be back next week.